Welcome everyone to another episode of the Nandotaku Gaming Podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back, Robin. We took a bit of a <laughs> unplanned hiatus there because I, I, I had issues <laughs> and I was busy yeah. and stuff. <laughs> so Something of a hiatus, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, in the meantime, everything happened. <laughs> like... So much happened in the meantime, which is good for us because we've got a lot to talk about. Um, and yeah. It's been what, a month? A month yeah, about about yeah, a month. month. I'd say about a month, yeah. In between that, we had the Global Game Jam, which really like, man, I preparing that took so much and actually doing it was intense, man. Like, jeez, I got so like burnt out. <laughs> Making games is hard, you guys. Making games is very, very hard. <sighs> yeah, making games, making games is hard. It is quite hard. Yep. <laughs> Every game that shipped is a miracle. It's absolutely a miracle, dude. And you know the funny thing is, uh, the final day, right, of, it, of when we were like uh, showcasing our game, I was completely out of it, man. Like I was a zombie. I was like physically, emotionally, mentally just distraught. So when, when I'm like showing the game right there's there's one bit we couldn't move from one level to another level okay we could but then the camera would be stuck on a location which doesn't follow the character when you switch to the level so i'm like whatever time's up let's just showcase the thing the video is up on youtube by the way you can check it out so showcasing the final final what what we had final gameplay what i had at the, at the allocated time and i'm like okay i'm explaining like, okay this is where we shift from one level to the other but it doesn't work and then i go through the gates and it works and i'm like it's it has never worked before and it just worked and i was you could literally hear me gasping it's a miracle. Like, <laughs> i'm like i don't know how this is doing this but cool, I guess. <laughs> it actually is i'm like well uh, awesome <laughs> Oh man, game development. It's really satisfying though. It's super, super cool. But yeah, it, it's hard. Game dev is hard. And, you know, I'm happy you brought that up because that's what I want to go into. Game dev. Mm-hmm. It's already hard enough as it is for these big companies to develop their games. But with COVID, oh boy. Oh yeah. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> so, you know, there was a lot of assumptions going into this year, 2021. A lot of hype, excitement, oh, new gen, uh, the Switch hitting its uh, peak years. You know, this is supposed to be the Switch's like uh, midlife year and all that. So like, oh, lots of hype from there. It's supposed to be the first year for the new gen consoles. Uh, all that stuff and you know COVID I feel like uh, when there was a, whenever there was discussion about anything last year people really did ignore the effects COVID had on game development yep <laughs> and if not ignored then underplayed for sure because man I think you know some people, uh, some journalists hinted at this, but like there will be a lot of delays this year. And all the excitement for 2021, I think needs to be pared down a bit. 
Yep, uh, I would say it needs to be pared down a lot. I, I I'm surprised anything is even like coming out this year, to be honest. Yeah, it's quite interesting. You know, we've seen in the past month, we've seen quite a number of delays, quite a number of bits of news. We got those. Uh, we had a Nintendo Direct finally, finally after for the first time since September 2019, we had the full fat Nintendo Direct. I mean, I wouldn't call it fat. Uh, <laughs> well, I have crazy, crazy, crazy. <laughs> had a uh, Sony state of play. Microsoft haven't talked much, though I believe we're waiting for the legal filing and stuff for Bethesda to go through before they start talking. But uh, yeah, the general thing we're seeing is, you know, a lot of stuff uh, that people are excited for in 2021 is either coming a bit later than expected or it's just going to flat out come out in 2022. And... It's, you know, we could be looking at the worst year since, worst gaming year since 2014. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's good you brought that up because I was like looking at the year as a whole of what's announced, right? And what has a release date. And I'm like, is there any game I'm actually like extremely excited about? You know, like Cyberpunk levels excited or whatever. And there's, 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 there's nothing, you know? There's, I, I, I don't think there's any game I have that, that's listed that makes me extremely excited. There's some which I'm like, okay, I'm going to play that, like Kenna, for example. Um, but it's looking to be a thin, thin year. Definitely thinner than... 2020, 19, 18. Mm. And, you know, that, that's not a bad thing. Like, you, know, there's still plenty to play. I've got plenty to play. The people have got plenty to play. There'll be stuff mm-hmm. for sure. But, I, like, comparative, it does feel like we are kind of at a reset of a cycle. And, uh, you know, we got so caught up in the hype of the next-gen console that we forgot that, hey, this is a first-gen console. This is a new gen first year mm. plus covid mm. so the fact that it's as good as it is is a miracle but you know that's that is, it's still compared to 2020 it's going to be like really really not as good yeah yeah i mean it's a good backlog here right like it's a good chance to like finally go back into your backlog and obviously not clear it up because that's a myth but like at least play some of the games in your backlog or play uh the uh good old uh, pc sim games you know your factorials your football managers your sims <laughs> you know your 400 hour games <laughs> your 400 hour 2000 hour games and all those yeah, yeah it, it's just really interesting because uh, i think we've got a decent idea of how the first half of 2021 as a whole looks mm-hmm. because uh with COVID, you are dealing with rolling targets. So, uh, what what's generally happening is that you get your announcement of your release date or whatever. It has to be as close as possible, so you know to show that okay, yeah, we're really confident that we are going to hit this date. That's how developers are thinking. 
and even then you know it's still a moving target so like the second half of 2021 we barely know anything about it that's true that's true um i mean there could be those uh, dateless games coming out uh, i still believe that horizon is the december game for sony this year i i still have faith on that one God of War is not coming out this year, no chance. But like, I do think that Horizon. Even even with without COVID, it wasn't going to come out. But anyway. Yeah. So the only one that I see that might be the big one is like, say, a Horizon. A Halo is coming out December as well, or November, whatever. Those are the big ones. Uh, they, and they might be pushed as well. It's very possible. But those are the only ones that I can yeah. say. I, yeah. I actually, I did, I did want to ask that. Could <laughs> could Halo miss the? the the fall like you know it was already delayed one whole year but man, that, that would be crazy i think that the delay of a year might be accurate because they delayed it during covid so it's not like they were delaying it without factoring that in that is my only rationale and my hope as a hello fanboy <laughs> but i do right. think that they will hit that not only for that reason but also because they need that they are hedging their bets on that game and the hype around it so much that honestly the real release of the xbox series x is this fall with that game that's the real launch yeah do you see a sequel to breath of the wild 2021 or not making it i do actually i do see it i actually do believe it was supposed to come out march like last time because they do like to release them around that period but it might also be a november thing uh nintendo they announce and release fast sometimes like they just do that like they announce and release between both of the world was was it november they announced then march it came out something like that right no breath of the wild was supposed to come out in 2015 for the wii u it came out in march 2017 was Breath of the Wild really announced? The- oh, yes, it was! The Wii U thing! Oh, I remember that announcement. I remember that. Oh, goodness. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then with the Switch news, etc. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like... I, I, I feel like it, it, it can release. I don't see why not. Apart from, like, of course, the COVID work delay stuff. But I don't see why they would delay it do oh, they have what, any big what, what, november what game they have a pokemon game for november uh pokemon is pokemon annual is it every two years sword and sword and shield was the other year 2019 oh it could be pokemon huh but you know sometimes they like double if not triple dip there was the mario game remember that year that was the switch launch year right there was odyssey switch and, no Odyssey was the holiday game in 2017. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if Pokemon I I have my doubts on Breath of the Wild. I have my doubts. You think so? Why? Why? Why do you have doubts on Breath of the Wild coming out this year? Because because of history. That team, Nintendo's what's this? Our numerous team. Ah. (laughs) I, I wouldn't put it past them. For it to be a 2022 title. I mean, it's possible. Um, I don't think Nintendo needs Breath of the Wild 2. Um, Nintendo doesn't need anything right now. <laughs> they can just do what they want. 
<laughs> they can but them just having a an, like just overlapping their um peers would be nice i'm sure they would very much love to do that to just have a nintendo wii type of run once again i think they would absolutely absolutely love to do that um i am surprised we haven't gotten any news on mario kart 9 like it's it's been like seven whatever years at this point <laughs> like are we done it was mario kart 8 like the defining like mario kart is this, is this like the final well, well look there's the there's the over looming uh, thing about you know the what's it called the switch pro the switch pro is definitely going to happen what we just don't know is will the switch pro be november this year or will they make it come out whenever breath of the wild comes out so if that needs to be it needs to be march you know what i mean yeah um but is is that uh, console even like important like that isn't it just a a ps4 pro type thing like uh, it's it just... could be like the game boy color true true uh but i don't think I, I i can't see them like just um so like you think that there'll be a game which like this just works on the on the switch pro or whatever it's called like it's a game that's just using yeah. so much like power that's like this only works on the switch pro do you think yeah, they can honestly, do that there'll be some there'll be some overlap like you know a lot of the games work on both like mm. the game boy and game boy color and then there'll be you know those select few games at first which are only switch pro and then after maybe two three years all games are just Switch Pro. Obviously, one because Switch Pro maybe have a different name or something. But you know, I, I could see that that they do a soft transition, like a really soft one. So, would you say it is a bad idea now if you don't own a Switch to buy a Switch? Would you say people should wait? In my opinion, yes. Wait until Nintendo make an announcement and we have a actual clear idea of what the thing is then maybe yeah we you can buy a switch mm. Mm. That, that, that's my opinion but yeah i think if they want to revitalize if they want to like you know push the switch pro next year you know that's when they throw out mario kart throw out breath of the wild 2 you know basically splatoon 3 make yeah. 2022 uh, 2017 part two. The 2017 had Mario Kart Breath of the Wild, Splatoon. So you know, just do that. Then you have Splatoon, Mario Kart Breath of the Wild, join a Mario game as well, uh, a Xenoblade game. You know, have, have it be a repeat. <laughs> Another stellar year. What date did they say for Splatoon three? They just said 2022. Wow, it's not even 2021. That's crazy. Which is, which is, you know, it's what makes that announcement weird. Okay, they're closing their show on a 2022 game, but they're not going to show off Breath of the Wild 2, which is supposedly a 2021 game. So it's like... Oh, uh, so anyway. that's where your doubts are coming. Like, if, if Splatoon 3 is 2022 and Breath of the Wild isn't even shown, then... <laughs> I see. 
and you know pokemon is supposed to be revealed i think later today the uh, whatever is coming they have a pokemon showcase or something so you know, I, it feels like okay things are lining up with the post malone thing has that post malone thing passed the show that post malone no is idea. supposed to do <laughs> No I'm very curious about that. Why post Malone yeah, though? Man. You know, like here's the thing, right? Nintendo, first of all, they're a Japanese company, right? They mm-hmm. they have like data, so they looked at data and were like, "These are the people who like Pokemon. We want to do a Pokemon show thing." And then they're like, "Who matches with the Pokemon demographic and brand?" And they landed on Post Malone. That's so fascinating to me. <laughs> You really wonder like how the research worked there. <laughs> yeah, uh everything's lining up for, you know, Pokémon in the holidays in my opinion. Uh what will be in between the holidays and June, I don't know because they're obviously keeping their cards their chest. Everyone is doing that. Not only keeping their cards their chest, but they don't want to commit to say This game is coming out in September. I think the worst thing you can say right now is that a game will come out in September because that is a recipe for okay this game is going to get delayed to December. <laughs> And then also the competition thing cuz like you don't want to be stacked in between Battlefield whatever and Call of Duty yeah. whatever. Okay, like okay, we know 100% the Call of Duty's Battlefields and FIFA's whether covid what those would definitely launch we know mm-hmm. that for sure mm-hmm. because those those are infallibles if if they need to launch they will throw as much money and as many people onto those projects even release them half baked if they have to but those games <laughs> are definitely going to launch mm-hmm. that's for sure but you know from uh, other devs who uh, have less of a cushion it will be you know they're going to be a bit less committal about dates right now so i have a feeling that this first half of 2021 what we have announced so far is it that's it we're not going to get anything more yeah announced i mean it's and a lot of announcements it's a lot of like remakes and and, and remasters and stuff right like there's the mass effect one there's uh scarred sword I'm hearing that the other ones like Twilight Princess and stuff are going to come to Switch as well which I I think is quite likely. I'm I hoping they're going to come in the second half, yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping for a Metroid re- remake remaster Metroid trilogy for Switch, yeah, something. Yeah. But as I said, moving dates, rolling dates, nobody wants to commit. Everyone will save it for in June, you know. E3, E3 claimed to be making a comeback, but we all know everyone is just going to do whatever they want. But around that time, you know, so, you know, in June when everyone starts doing their own shows, that's when they'll say this. When E3 announced that they were coming back, I was very excited because I like E3. I like what E3 represents, right? And then I saw the stipulations that they had for publishers and stuff to participate, and it's like ridiculous amounts of money to put their video. With a label slapped across it saying E3, and I'm like, nobody's gonna do that, bro. Nobody's gonna. Do- <laughs> nobody's gonna do that, man. They severely overestimate their importance. They really do. Like, 
oh god but the thing is that i do want an e3 like thing to exist and i do want it to be like i said and i've said multiple times within the span of three days or something i don't want it to be the span of three months uh because it, it's it's in my opinion dilutes the the hype i want the, the hype to be concentrated you know condensed milk <laughs> yeah hype culture hype culture it's it's some dangerous stuff it is but it also helps a bit you know like i really don't think that um some games which i, I do believe that there's some games that are put in the boost just because From they show that you yeah. yeah like it's like a a good game but i don't like it would never have gotten the the, the exposure uh that it would have if it wasn't for e3 you know i don't think joseph farez's games yeah. uh or joseph farez would be a thing if not for his his <laughs> shenanigans at e3 and game awards stuff right like and the game awards yeah. yeah that stuff have made him a, a household name so there is some importance to that stuff in my opinion Plus, of course, this is you know, there's the there's the lore, you know, there's that <laughs> feeling of hey, E3 is gone. It feels like the industry is changing and leaving me behind. Yeah. So you you know you boomers, I, I'm sure you hold and <laughs> attach a lot of value to E3. Yeah. It's fine. I get that. <laughs> But yeah, well, back to what we were saying that everyone will just save things for around June. Then they'll start talking. Microsoft, I think, after the Bethesda acquisition goes through, they'll talk a little bit, and then June will come, and then they'll talk about the second half of 2021. Sony, I think, are gar- pretty much guaranteed to have something around June, July. Nintendo, now that the classic Nintendo directs are back, I'm sure we'll have one then as well. Yeah, I hope uh, they are close together. That would be great. Bethesda, well, the I, thing I is, actually... Look, I, look, look mm-hmm. they have no incentive to put them close together <laughs> because they want you know everyone to receive the information as much as possible, have as much of the news cycle. Nobody wants to be overshadowed by the other guy. Yeah, true. Very true. When it, when it comes to Bethesda, I have a feeling that... I read somewhere that uh, Starfield might actually like be, before covid was looking to hit 2021 i think it might it's, hit 2021 or yeah, it uh, might i think i can't see what I is see. oh man it would be a good like october november type release like I the feel rpg like for they, there is a lot riding on starfield in terms of bethesda game studios bgs is reputation mm. and i think they are making the amount of work that needs to be done is insane for that game and i have a feeling it's going to be some a groundbreaking 2022 game they are going to take their time you think it'll be groundbreaking i think it's just more it's it's more fallout in space man i'll be shocked if it doesn't yeah, any different this is what i'm saying i don't think it's going to be just fallout in space i think it's going to be bigger than that hmm I see you still have faith in Bethesda Game Studios. No, <laughs> I mean I like I their games. Bethesda games. I, I, I've got no, I've got absolutely no interest in playing Bethesda games. <laughs> I'm saying this as an onlook. Yeah. I guess it's also like a good like uh, test or whatever uh, for their, um, you know, you know that like their rookie game under Microsoft. Like it has to be. 
like they have to prove their worth right they have to be like whoa okay the big new guys here's your first big game under microsoft let's see if you're worth all this hype and praise and this much money so yeah i guess there is yeah, writing on it we'll set a bit of a precedent that okay yeah bethesda bethesda here mm. very uh, true yeah very true that said uh, i guess what what else you know microsoft were already looking to have a thin year so i don't think they will be as affected as you know as one would think because we already knew that okay this year is pretty much just going to be psychonauts and uh, halo and you know psychonauts is not the biggest release no it's not it's just you know all it was all about halo I saw some people thinking, hey, maybe Forza might make it this year. But I reckon that with COVID, it doesn't manage. I think it it hits 2022 as well. Forza the the real one, like the proper one, not Horizon. Yes, right? Forza Motorsport. Yeah. Motorsport, yeah. There was also rumors of a Forza Horizon game, but I also How? think that, you know, they're making Fable. I, <laughs> they've got two teams. Okay. I mean, I would put both Either teams way, on 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 Fable, but sure. But but what what I think is uh those games definitely 2022 as well. We we'll, we'll see these sorts of delays from the big games all around in the year. It's going It's going to be a recurring theme. What about Warner Bros? They don't have anything coming out. Both Batman's Supposedly, are 2022. Uh-uh. Uh, Suicide Squad was already announced 2022. The Harry Potter game, the cursed Harry Potter game, was already delayed to 2022. Mm. But the Gotham Knights game is supposedly this year. Gotham, and that is I, Gotham one Knights of the is which one? Thing. Gotham Knights. Gotham is... Knights is the Batman, Batman game. It's for you know the Bat Family. The Bat Family. It's not a service game, right? Or is. is it the service? Oh, if that's the service one. Suicide Squad is not service. Suicide Squad is also service. Oh, gosh. In my head, one of them was not a service game. They're both service games. Why are they doing that? Oh, Stop. Oh, they're both co-op games anyway. They're both okay. co-op games. But yeah, they're both co-op. I know one was like, is like specifically like, this is a service game. Like it's first and foremost a service game. And then, and then one of them was like, this is a co-op game. And then it might have some service elements. You know what I mean? Like okay, yeah, don't, don't, yeah, yeah. That's that's Gotham Knights. Okay, all right. Gotham Knights this year or no? I don't know. I don't know. Do they have anything like coming out about... this year? They need something. Is a Mortal Kombat coming out this year? They need nope, something. There's no MK this year. Yeah, They'll force it out. They'll force they, something. They out. might just. They might I mean, just have to force out. Gotham if it's a service game, you can release it in alpha and then patch it later like everybody does that anyway so <laughs> yeah i guess so just do that i suppose and did you see the news uh, about ea um speaking of service games how um gosh okay let me start from the beginning right so anthem, I, yes anthem is dead anthem is dead first of all right and which is goodness that's a 60 people pre-order that game for $90. Do you remember that pre-order stuff? It was like one of the first pre-orders yeah, I, had a ridiculous remember, price point. I remember. So people spent $90 on that game 
and now it's just dead. That sucks. Anyway, so um, when Jedi Fallen Order was announced, right? I remember Mitch Dyer, who is a writer on Jedi Fallen Order, and he said EA had a mandate of five million units for that game to sell within, I think it was like six or seven months. And I added him and said, bro, LOL. You know, like, it's Star Wars, yeah, but no. You know, like, nobody just sells six. First of all, no one reaches five million. You have to be like a mega game to get to five million units in, in your lifetime, not even in, let alone six months, in your lifetime. And the news kept on coming out like, oh, there was so much riding on Jedi Fallen Order. And now, uh, 10 million plus units later, thank goodness, apparently it was the driving force behind um, the decisions being made at Bioware to uh, to refocus development on Dragon Age from being a service game to a single player game again. And, and also Anthem being canned and stuff like that because apparently yeah like oh hey people still buy single player games and it's like not to like dunk on service games because i do play some i really like destiny but if you're gonna make like use the, the strengths of your uh studios and or employees like play to their strengths bioware became bioware because they made 200 hour rpgs you know, single-player RPGs. Yeah, not service games. So let them make their talky-ass RPGs. That's what people like them for, you know? Um, and this whole thing of putting these uh, parameters or tests on on things is not fair because it's like there are some games, I think Mass Effect 2, which in my opinion is the best game Bioware have ever made, is sold, I think, 4 million units lifetime. But if everybody who's really? playing, yes, unless I'm wrong, but it's like four million units lifetime. Mass Effect Two, Mass Effect Three okay. sold. Mass Effect Three sold way more than Two, but everyone says Two is the best one, right? So like critically yeah, as well, yeah, yeah. It's, the, it's the most critically acclaimed game. So it's like it, it, sometimes these parameters people put on stuff is it's not really fair you know it's not really fair i think even like yeah. the highest selling souls I, I, game is bloodborne i think right no, no, if, if, dark not, souls 3 has three. sold over 10 million yes it's three sold over 10. so like i mean does that mean demon souls is not good i know a lot of purists love demon souls ps3 they're like that's the one or dark souls one ps3 so i don't know i think companies should just stop doing that whole if this sells this much then this comes out it's just it's not fair to the other guys who are trying to make games big games in that genre or whatever i just find it really funny that you don't like jedi fallen order but it has been so much of a hit that it's basically rescued bioware it's like man if if anything would help reinforce that you have got the worst taste ever it's right there right there look you know what i'm gonna play it because it saved one of my favorite studios okay but i i, I was so detached from it. it's a souls game i hate souls games man <laughs> it's not a souls game it's a metroidvania oh it looks like a souls game you know i'll try it out <laughs> i'll try it out yes. now now that it you know, saved my I... studio <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> But, you know, it's, it's, it's that delicious irony that, hey, once again, Dennis is, you know, <laughs> if, if you need any bad video game takes on Twitter, just load up <laughs> Dennis's account. Easy, easy place to gather bad takes about video games. You'll find them all there. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so now, with, so like Casey Hudson has left. I don't know who's left at Bioware. Mark Dara, I think, or whatever, has left. Like, Oof, the, the pressure that's left on that team, man, to make Dragon Age... Yeah, Dragon Age will have to be really good. It has no choice. <laughs> it has to work out. Like, it just has to work out. Because, Jesus. Oh. Are they the only ones making single-player games at EA now? Is is the uh, Jedi... No, Respawn. Respawn still making. Oh, there's Respawn. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought that Respawn are going to make Jedi Fallen Order 2 at some point or another. You think so? Haven't the haven't the yeah, Star Wars games been. gone to anyone else? Haven't they been No, no, no. no. They it's more like they've said that hey, we're going to continue working with EA, but we're not going to be exclusive with EA. Okay. Okay. And Jedi Fallen Order is probably like one of the most successful Star Wars games, games in terms of like uh in terms of critical reception and, and money stuff. as well as and money as well you know yeah. usually it's either or yeah with these star wars games and definitely uh look who owns star disney the the mouse would definitely want another jedi fallen order game definitely yeah i mean come on 10 million units is mad 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 speaking of mad units gta 5 sold something like what is is it 100 million let me check this it's, oh my goodness i couldn't I believe, believe it's it. 130 130 130 million units for one video game who is buying that game i know i ask but legitimately guys okay who's buying that game guys like honestly guys on ps3 guys you guys bought that game on ps4 you bought that game they gave it away for free on pc Who doesn't own that game? Why is it still on the top 10 on, on, on Steam every week? Why? Why are you buying that game? Who doesn't own that game? <laughs> you know, I'm actually... I'm in a defeated state with GTA 5. Like, I just don't know what to do anymore. I've, I've conceded defeat. You know, it, it's won. It's unbelievable, to be honest. We lost a whole generation and there was no GTA. That's the first time that's happened in a long time. You know? That's it. We've lost to GTA 5. Everyone who fought the fight, hoping to, you know, like, oh, talk shit about it with the hopes that, hey, maybe they'll make something. No, we've lost. It's over. They didn't even give us a a story-based DLC. Imagine that. Man. Do you think they're working on GTA 6? Do you actually think they're working on GTA 6? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do believe they are working on it, but it's definitely a 2024 game or something. Man, that's nuts. Realistically, okay, not realistically. In an ideal world where all things were proper, GTA 6 should have come out last year or was should have is supposed to have come out this year, right? Like at least. But it doesn't seem that way. Thing is, Rockstar don't have three-year uh, cycles. They don't. Not anymore, anyway. In the PS2 era, you, you know they used to release a game every year. Yeah, look, 
times have changed. They became a prestige <laughs> studio, and you know, there was a time Naughty Dog used to release a game every two years, but then they became a prestige studio too. So yeah, yeah. When, when, when the expectations change, they change, and you know. Do, do you think Naughty Dog is working on a new game or they're working on Last of Us Part 3? Definitely a new game because uh, I think if there's a Last of Us Part 3, Neil is going to be involved and currently Neil is working is, on the Neil show. Is going to be, yeah, he's going to be with HBO for a while. Yeah. So I think after Neil is done with the show, that's when he goes back to say, okay, I'm finishing off Last of Us Part 3. Because, you know, Last of Us is kind of like his baby. Mm. Speaking so, of, we got definitely. casting announcements, which I was pretty happy about. <laughs> With uh, Pedro Pascal <laughs> and okay. Joe. It's okay. It's all right. It's not all right. Pedro Pascal is, like, amazing. Like, he's... He's what you'd call the it boy right now. Like he is just everything he touches just turns to gold. <laughs> like Not everyone Wonder wants Woman. a piece of him. I mean, the the one thing that I got from Wonder Woman 1984 was that people loved Pedro Pascal in that. Like the, Which all is the, true. Yes. All the he's, memes he's the were Pascal. Yeah. So at least he's he's got that mainstream appeal and he's got that indie film lover, critic whatever appeal as well. So. And it's pretty malleable, right? Like he can, he's shown that he can do like super wacky, goofy stuff. He can do super serious stuff. He can do fantasy stuff. So I think he's a good, uh, really, really good casting in my opinion. And also Bella, Bella Ramsey, right? It's her name, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, she was my favorite part of the last season of Game of Thrones. And she already had like the sass. So I know that she can absolutely like, perform the sassy Ellie, which is uh, super, super interesting. I wonder if they will go, if they will follow the game storyline or they will divert. It's, it's supposedly a retelling. Hmm. Hmm. <sighs> I was hoping they would divert a bit because <laughs> I don't know that the same emotional beats will work if you're not attached to that character for over 12 hours but then i guess it's a tv show so you will be with them for a long time i guess it'll work i guess it'll work uh, obviously by by one to one i think they will expand on some stuff definitely Mm. but uh, you know i think they can make it work yeah if there was any IP that would work as an HBO show it's The Last of Us because The Last of Us is an HBO video game really that's the first thing that everyone who thought they were saying something smart critically about it would would be like so well here you go your wish has been granted Um, (laughs) we'll we'll see how that plays out yeah we'll we'll see how that plays out it's just one of many things we heard about I wonder how COVID will actually affect the same Last of Us. Speaking of The Last of Us, you know, we were supposed to get the factions multiplayer. Oh, that's right. I'm, I'm 90% sure that COVID has affected that as well. Mm-hmm. I remember they said it would come out like very soon after launch. Like before the game came out, they were like, it's going to no, come they, out. They, they didn't say soon, but they said that uh, we want it to be 
special and big and stuff. Yes. So like, I I guess it was just my reading. I thought by them announcing that before the game released was that the game will come out, but don't expect multiplayer off out the gate. But then it's probably going to come out like two weeks later. That's what I thought. <laughs> Yeah, it looks like it's it's a a long way out. Yeah, it's definitely way longer than two weeks at this point, so... Yeah. Do you think that that's going to work out now? Like, do you think people people are going to be like, oh, hey, Factions is out, and everyone's going to put their discs back in and play Factions? Okay, so here we've got two possibilities, which I'm going to put out. One, okay, it might actually be three possibilities. One, in that lull between Ratchet and Clank and Horizon, let's say Horizon comes out in December, mm. you know, God willing, if it doesn't get delayed. Let's say Horizon comes out in December. So in between June and December, they drop factions as a standalone game. Like a $20, okay. $30 thing? Or free to play. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Free to play if you own the or game or just free to play? They, that, that's the part where I'm not sure. Hmm. You can do it free to play if you own the game and then you buy it separately. Or the thing is, I think they can't, after all this time, they can't afford to say, okay, you have to buy the game and then you also have to buy the expansion. Unless, unless they say that uh, it comes packaged in the PS5 version. <laughs> That's a thing they could do, actually, yes. That's a thing they could do, actually. PS4 owners will have to buy the DLC. PS5 owners can buy it as a package. And... If you have a PS4, you could buy either version. You can just say, okay, I only want Faction. I think they can do that. I think that's those are the three routes they can take. Do you think there's going to be a free upgrade from PS4 to PS5 for Last of Us Part 2? I don't know. At this point, I'm surprised it hasn't gotten a patch. The fact that it hasn't gotten a patch shows me that, okay, they want to do more than a patch. Because it runs at 30, right? Right now. Yeah. 30 FPS, 1440p. Yeah, I'm sure they made a lot of money on Last of Us Remaster on PS4. So yeah, they can make the same uh, amount of uh, money. Apparently, The Last of Us Remaster is their highest selling game ever. What? So, really? Or, or The Last of Us Plus Remastered okay. is the highest selling game ever. Okay. <laughs> yeah, now there's money to be made. And the, and I don't know when that HBO show is coming out. I think it would also make sense to drop that with the show. You know, like just the. No, no, those that definitely are going to tie up together. You sure? Is the show supposed to be this year or next year or whatever? Un unconfirmed. I think I think next year or the year after. I mean, Uncharted's supposed to come out this year. But do you see it happening? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think they're done shooting Uncharted. Uh, it's now in post, so I, yeah, they're, they're done shooting. So there might uh, be, um, the, the, it might come out uh, as the holiday, the holiday movies. 
Okay. So that, we're gonna that, have that both. Cool. We're gonna have both Uncharted and uh, Spider-Man: Spider-Man from Home. What is it again? <laughs> no way home. No way home. Yes, we're gonna have both Uncharted and No Way Home to watch uh, this holiday. So if you're, if you're a Tom Holland fan, you're eating well. Very much, actually. Speaking of yeah, adaptations, I'm, I'm, Hen- I'm, Henry Cavill apparently teased a Mass Effect project on Instagram. Um, I don't know if I want that. I think it can work out because it's very Star Trekky. But you know, you know, he could just be excited about Mass Effect because that's the thing, Chad PC guy. That's the thing. So I'm like, because th- when I saw that, I'm like, this guy is just a PC gamer. The Mass Effect remaster, re- like trilogy remaster, whatever is coming out, he could just be excited about Mass Effect. So <laughs> I don't know how to take that, but yeah, yeah, I, 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 I would, I wouldn't read too much into it. Yeah, true, true. I mean, there's many movie, uh, like we're talking about this sometime last year in our like movie group, whatever. There's a lot of like video games seem to be the new source material for movies and TV shows. There's a division TV show coming out with Jake Chilin Ho. Uh, there's a Borderlands movie that has Kevin Hart as uh, Kevin Hart as uh, what's his name, Randall, the black guy, and uh, Jack Black as Claptrap, and what's that prestigious actress? She's supposed to be Lilith. <laughs> There's a prestigious, did you see this news? I'm not interested in Borderland, but I heard about Jack Black as Claptrap. Kate Blanchett, yes. Kate Blanchett. Oh, Kate Blanchett. Lilith. Yeah, which is like, okay, sure. Sure, man, all right. Interesting, interesting, I guess. Very interesting. I, I wonder how a Borderlands movie would work. Because it's me. You know, give it that a good... A group, yeah, Borderlands is basically memes and loot and addictive looting. Because, like, Borderlands 1 jokes have not aged well. Unlike Portal, which just has funny jokes and spawned memes, Borderlands used memes as jokes. Therefore, it ages it. Like, if you play it now, if you like weren't on the... Melee. Yeah, if you weren't on the internet, then you'd probably be like, wow, these are all cringe. <laughs> so, so anyway we'll see how it goes it's a different time different time mm-hmm. but yeah but lots of adaptations coming out very very many I, I i don't watch stuff you know me i don't watch <laughs> many things is there anything I, that can be made that you'd be like oh shit i have to watch this like what franchise would make you watch like a live action i'm not even talking about like an anime or whatever like a live action something you're like you'll be you're like i have to see how they do this i don't think there's anything like, really honestly yeah i As don't think so the zelda live action you wouldn't i guess you don't I, i'm not i'm fan. not i'm not a zelda i'm not a big zelda fanboy no no man nothing really i i, I can't see it even in the anime space, I don't think there's much that would make me say, okay, I'm going to start watching this. You know, I don't watch things. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I mean, we, as Dota people, are finally getting a Dota anime, which like came out of nowhere and has a stellar cast, which is amazing. Yeah, it's, so... it's got all the voice actors we've known for the past 10 years. True. <laughs> 
I, I hope it's good. Goodness, I hope. Yeah. Really cool. It's cool that you know that that video games are being used for everything. It's like okay, finally you people have caught on that hey, this is this medium. There's money to be made here. Yeah, and and uh, and, uh, and that the stories and characters are actually good. I mean, I did not. I was extremely skeptical with The Witcher. Extremely skeptical because it's such a it's like it's hardcore nerdy fantasy. I was like, there's no way people are gonna. Look, to be fair, The Witcher is based on books. They just use the games as marketing. True, true. Like, but even it is it, definitely. But even the books are like super nerdy, man. So like I yeah, didn't that expect is also, that is also true. You know, it's weird how things are with video games. Like every successful video game thing, I feel like you can put an asterisk. The Witcher, none of that material is in the games. All that material is in the books. Mm-hmm. Which leaves us with what? What else? Sonic. Sonic. I guess that's the only one. The Sonic the Hedgehog movie is the only successful video game adaptation, I guess. There's the Pokemon movie. Uh, what is it called? Oh, Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu. <laughs> but was it an unmitigated success like The Witcher and this other thing? And Sonic? And Sonic maybe not as much, but it was still pretty good. Maybe not as much. And we're getting like Sonic 2, baby. Tails, yeah, Miles, Prower. Like that game. <laughs> But yeah, uh, <laughs> I, the the jury is still out. I think let's wait for you know this stuff to hit this uncharted movie. Let's wait for uh, what's it called? This Last of Us series. There's a Halo series. There's mm. uh, you know, all these things you're talking about. This Dota anime, whatever. Let's see how it all comes out. Does Castlevania count? The Castlevania anime is pretty good. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, good point, good point. That one is has been very well received. That's a, that's a good point. That's another one. Speaking of, oh shit, I was about to ask what happened to Castlevania, and I remember, God damn it. Wait, and Konami, but there's I, not other news, and Konami shipping out their IP. <laughs> yeah, I, for, for me, I find this really exciting because Konami, you know, Konami, the IP which is said to be shipped out of what? Silent Hill, Metal Gear, and Castlevania. So first yes. of all, I don't care about Silent Hill because I don't care about horror. <laughs> Metal Gear, I am indifferent to anything that happens. If it happens, let it happen. If it doesn't happen, I will not shed any tears. But I actively want Castlevania back. Same. <laughs> I also really want Silent Hill, though. <laughs> people were saying, like, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, people were saying that uh, Blue Bar, apparently, with Medium were like kind of auditioning for Silent Hill and apparently they have the go ahead to make a Silent Hill. That's the rumor out there. Um, yeah, but I hear the a lot of people a lot of people are panicking because you know Bluebird does not have the best reputation out there. That's true. But people like okay no people. Some people like the medium. <laughs> uh, I've I've you know I've heard a lot of the uh, questionable things. It's not. Medium. It's not the best game, but it. it no, 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 no. It's trying. No, not about the not about the quality of the game, but you know about some of the narrative choices. Oh, okay. I haven't heard that stuff. I'm gonna research, I guess. Uh, I I read a thread, a Twitter thread about some guys trying to break down why why it's kind of you know kind of bad, like the 
the big bad guy in the medium is a monster that's made from your sister's emotions. Okay. From her trauma when she was, you know, she was assaulted as a child, you know, bad stuff. Uh and then there's another monster which is created from the person who assaulted her and then it tries to do some, you know, redemption arc thing. Like, oh, some trauma begets trauma thing. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. About the guy both who si- are they you. both sides in like assaults? Something like that, you know. Jesus I'm, I'm Christ. Simplifying it from what this was me reading a Twitter thread. So, you know, I'm kind of simplifying it, but you know, that's kind of the idea which you are trying to put across and it's like uh yikes very <laughs> yikes so you know blueber doesn't have the best reputation yeah and silent hill is very like i mean yeah, it it I, comes off schlocky but it's actually very not to sound pretentious but it's actually very deep you know <laughs> like silent hill yeah, like what there, was, it there, was, there was a lot of hope for silent hill because the rumor was that uh Japan Sony Japan studio would be doing it because you know Silent Hill's creator was at Sony Japan mm. but of course we've heard the recent news that Sony Japan is basically just saying we are going to be the Astrobot studio as well as some external uh, partnerships with third parties nothing else is going to happen else at that studio that third party so could that, be Silent that, Hill that, man that's dead No but the thing is the, the rumor was that it was internally developed oh. now if it's going to be made by a third party that if if it's going to be a sony third party was a sony japan game that means it has to be something like bloodborne where it's like okay we're basically paying them to make this for us man it's like okay that dream is dead just give kojima to just say it you man <laughs> do you think you'd accept do you think you'd accept I it's a contract think, i don't think you would. dude it's just money and a time frame and they're like okay listen you wanted to make silent Look, hills I, make it again here we go i i i think the thing is i don't think konami would go back first of all and i also don't think he would go back because i think he's got some level of pride <laughs> true true man that would be so good though oh That'd be so good. You will take your Bluebird Silent Hill and you'll be happy with it. <laughs> we'll take what we can get, man. We'll take what we can get. I mean, Konami are not like opposed to like even going to Western Devs because because that's does that Silent Hill on the Wii Shattered Memories uh, was made by. Uh, it had some good ideas. Okay, it had some good ideas. It was made by the guy who does what is he making now? Is he the Hard Story guy? I think it's the hard story person. Yeah, the guy did hard story and 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 those games. So like you know interesting ideas. They are they're not opposed to working with western devs and they gave Castlevania uh Castlevania? No, no, no. I'm thinking of another Yeah, Castlevania to those western guys. Yes, yes, they did. It was Castlevania. Yes, yes, it was Castlevania. Yeah. So you never know, man. Uh eyes open. What about PES? Is PES still being made? Is that just a... Yeah, they still make pets internally. They 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 do still do that. Okay. They were revamping to change it to Unreal Engine 4. Okay. Okay. Well, that's that's yeah. Konami, man. 
That's Konami. You know, I don't like Konami. What they're doing. I guess there was some hope that hey, maybe uh, Sony will help out with the with their studios, but Sony's approach to Japan with their Japan studios definitely like okay, I don't see this happening anymore. Given that you know they're, they're basically non-existent, so I, I wonder who they're going to get to do stuff for them. It's interesting. I I don't know why they are like like. Succeeding Japan to Nintendo, like they could, they're Jap, they're Japanese company. They could do stuff and make it work again. <laughs> you know, it's because you people didn't buy Gravity Rush. <laughs> hey man, I heard it's a mid game. Okay, so <laughs> you 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 are the you know the internet will complain about hey, there's no variety. We want more different stuff, and yeah. then not buy gravity. Stop right? making Sony game TM, <laughs> man! You, know, you people came for me in the interview, and I sh- that trailer, yo, that trailer, they made it themselves, okay? And it just proved it my point. Fan, sure, fine, but they co-signed it, and I'm like, okay, but look though, it's the same game. <laughs> it's the look, same Dennis, game. Given given that you are. A self-proclaimed game critic, I would hope that your analysis <laughs> would be a bit less shallow than that. <laughs> I just love getting under the feathers of Sony people, man. Man, you all came out the woodwork for me. I was like, what the hell? Someone who a follower who hasn't added me in like four years came out the woodwork. I was like, actually, no. I'm like, bro, I thought you were dead. <laughs> you know, I I ignored that because I was like. <laughs> It's, it's, it's typical Dennis bad takes on Twitter. You, you know, it's typical. It's not surprising. I was just like, it's another one of Dennis's bad takes. It's fine, whatever. I'll ignore it. But yeah, like the, the closure of or the what closure, the the reduction, whatever you want to call it, the restructuring of Japan Studio is kind of sad because they did make some pretty unique games, you know, like. Astrobot, for example, I think is great. I heard of Astrobot when it was a VR game, and people were like, "It's one of the best platformers." Uh, you know, they Puppeteer, I remember, is extremely highly rated. I saw a playthrough of it. it even the narrative was very, very good. I I just want more stuff like that, right? Like just more weird, unique. Stuff well, like you that. will get plenty of Astrobot because it seems that's where they've put all their employees in that studio. They basically, just said, "Okay, all of you." I'm going to make Astrobot games from now on. They've, you know, it's weird. They they've hedged their bets on Astrobot in Japan, saying that okay, this is this is all we're going to do. We're just going to let these guys make Astrobot games because they feel that's the way forward. They, you know, stuff like Gravity Rush, Ape Escape, Tokyo Jungle, that sort of stuff. You know those games bombed. You know nobody bought them, and they don't see a place for them now. Just sad, you know. 
I think a Gravity Rush 3 or whatever would work with the new controller. Because Gravity Rush, I remember the Vita one really like used the whole Vita. Uh, Gravity Rush 2, yeah. I am not sure. It, was it a Vita game or a console game? It was a console game, right? It was a console game. You know, It used weird. the controller uh, the way so, the Vita was used? Sony made a bunch of new IPs for the Vita. And because they were on the Vita, all of them flopped, okay? <laughs> it's really weird. Because they were on the Vita, all of them flopped. But they said, okay, we're going to give one of these games a chance on console. It shows Gravity Rush. Gravity Rush flopped again on console. They said, okay, fine. Remasters here. Let's get another chance with the sequel. Gravity Rush 2 flopped again. I think that was like the kind of, you know, the show that <laughs> broke the camel's back. It was just like, okay, you know what? Japan Studio, you have not done anything of note in a while. We gave you 11 years to make The Last Guardian. <laughs> you did, and, you know, it was it was well accepted among fans, but it kind of flopped. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's really sad that while so many of Sony's other studios found so much more success, both commercially, critically, among fans, getting awards and stuff, the Japan studio just couldn't get, you know, that one breakout hit. Mm. They just couldn't find that one thing they needed. I don't uh, think any of their games have ever sold. If you're looking all the way back to Shadow the Colossus oh, and the Ico. Thing is, look, okay, Blood, Bloodborne is probably their best-selling game of the PS4 gen. Okay, yeah, and, obviously. And, you know, and it's a collab game. Mm. So it's like, you're like, what have you made internally that is a massive hit? Then you start having question marks. <laughs> they haven't really made anything themselves that was a big hit. And it's a shame that Sony just said, okay, you know what? We will cut our losses. We have seen that Astrobot is critically the thing which people like from you the most. And that's all we're going to leave you with. And then they let a bunch of those people go, you know, the guys who the minds behind Gravity Rush and all that stuff, all those guys, they've all left. They say they want to continue making their weird, quirky games and they'll do so elsewhere. They're making their own studios and stuff. It, man, I th- all I want now, you know, I understand the restructuring, but all I want now is I want the collaborations to go into overdrive. You know, between say, Japan okay, Studio and other studios? Yes, and other Japan studios. Basically, they said that, okay, we've, we're moving those functions to, to PlayStation Studios as a whole. So, what I want is, you know, get your bag of money, go to From Software, go to Triace, go to Koei Tecmo, go there with a bag of money and have them make first party games for you. Simple. I I will be okay with them restructuring if they continue to do that. And I will not pass any judgment on this until I see Sony's next show in June. If they don't have any partnership games with any Japan studios lined up, then I then I will say, okay, you know what, I'm unhappy. 
but till then i'll wait and see I mean, I guess they don't really need the partnerships because uh, the first platform that most of these uh, Japanese studios will put their games on will be on PlayStation, right? Like the um... not anymore, not anymore. If you're not AAA, then your first, then you're probably going to be targeting Switch. Yeah, I mean AAA. Like the next Final Fantasy is gonna be on PlayStation. Um, I guess Yakuza now, since it's big now it's gonna be in both but like most of these big you know dragons dogma or whatever they're making next whatever it's probably gonna be on playstation so i can see why sony are not like rushing out the gate for that stuff yeah but you know there's still that need to kind of like differentiate and i guess you know it raises the question does this affect their bottom line? Probably not. Probably not. But uh, as a fan of Japanese games, I do want them to fund Japanese games themselves. Mm. I don't need them to develop Japanese games. I'll accept Astrobot, sure. But I want them to fund some Japanese games. That's what I'd like, definitely. Yeah, I would like more AAA Japanese games. You know, I'd like more prestige Japanese games. <laughs> I don't think we get nearly enough of those. Yeah, I'd like to so, one once again be at that level where like, oh, those guys are releasing a game, and everyone's like, let's wait and see what, you know, a a Final Fantasy release back in the day was <laughs> was an event, man. Like it. <laughs> It was it was something. I'd like to get back to there again. I mean, that, that's how it is when you've got a, Ma- a new Mario and new Zelda. Those are the prestige Japanese games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those definite ish, man. A new Zelda. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Given that you don't like the the d- direction Zelda is going, too bad for you. But yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I hope. Here's what I hope for Breath of Wild Two. I hope that. Everyone keeps saying Breath of the Wild was a reset, you know, it was the starting point, they're learning lessons, and it's like, okay, cool. I hope they haven't left me behind. Who likes dungeons? Give me back my dungeons. Thank you very much. The open world is awesome, but I'm here for dungeons and puzzles. So I guess, I don't know. That's kind of why I'm looking forward to Kenna. It, it looks like a classic 3D Zelda game. Um, and, and you know, you know, Kenna, Kenna is this weird thing because I don't want to get hyped. I like, <laughs> there has to be a catch. There has to be. There's no way that this studio made of like a few people, this is their first game and it looks that good. I, I refuse. There's something, there's, there's something off. There's a catch. It just has to be. I mean, it's probably like a 10-hour game. No, they, they say it can be beat over a weekend. Look, the game being short is expected. That's okay. But there still has to be a catch. It can't look that good. And and, and there has to be something. Maybe maybe to just play really bad. Or maybe <laughs> the frame rate will be awful. Or something. There's a catch. There has to be. <laughs> 
I hope it's not like Recore because I was also ex- the same way that I'm feeling about Kenna is where the way I felt about Recore before it launched. I'm like, oh man, this is like a unique PS2 era ish kind of game, you know, like that weird, you know, weird gameplay elements, but it's kind of AAA, kind of, you know. So that's that's kind of how I'm feeling about Kenna. I, I hope it's that. We need more of those weird games, man. I know that uh, Returnal kind I feel of like feels like that as well. I feel like we have enough weird games right now. Like we've got a good variety going on in the industry. Yeah. And if, in general, I feel like if you're complaining about a lack of variety, you are the one who's not looking enough. I'm not trying his day. Mm-hmm. I feel like it, it, it's all on you. You, if you're not trying, because like you know. Both the Nintendo Direct and State of Play had, you know, these weird indie colorful games. And just because they don't have a Sony or Nintendo logo slapped on them doesn't mean that they're not interesting games. Very true. Very, very true. I feel like, you know, if you're going to complain about lack of variety in the industry, then it's like almost definitely, man, you are not looking enough. You're not looking hard enough. It's interesting to see Kenna. Like, as I said, I don't want to get hyped. (laughs) I believe there's a catch. I will wait and see. See one more trailer. The weakness in me will probably pre-order, given that it's only $40. So I'll use that as some justification. Oh, even on PlayStation, it's $40? Yeah. Okay. All right. So then why is it 40 on PC? Then it should be 30 on PC. I'm getting ripped off. (laughs) It's an epic Yes, it is an Epic exclusive. Epic exclusive. So, man, speaking of Epic exclusive, you know, oh, man, Kingdom Hearts is Epic exclusive, right? Okay, It is, okay. yes. <laughs> Why is everyone so mad? Like, you know, isn't it just another launcher? Just download it. It's not here's, that hard. Here's the thing, right? Some people care about the achievements other people like me care about your library and friends list and it just being in one space so right now right right now i have discord open i have battle net open i've got steam open i've got epic open because i switch between games oh and the xbox app because of game pass so that's so many different places like what's the best way that i can it's just not it's so cluttered man like it's like can i just have them in one space and then because we've got like hundreds of games like for example for me on steam i'm like that's where most of my games are let me just okay here's the best example it's like telling you to keep switching consoles it's like okay now turn on your PlayStation. Okay, oh, no, now tell no, you no, your no. Xbox. No, no, it, it really no, does no, feel no, like no. that. It really does no, feel like look, that. It's one desktop. It's one computer. You just click an icon. It's not like picking up a controller and changing your <laughs> And the features on Epic are not as robust as on Steam. On Steam, there's yeah, the community yeah, yeah. stuff, like the, the mods. Like for someone like me, who's people are always shocked like this. I am like so like illiterate when it comes to like techie shit. So like for mods, right? I just drop a tab on my profile and go to the community hub and all the top mods, you can rate the mods by like the rating and 
the date and shit like that and i just click download and it adds it patches them like that's all i do i just click buttons to add the mods on epic i have to go to a site and then download it from that site and then copy that thing into the thing and then read the txt thing to make sure that it's patched properly or whatever it's it's a whole process it just steam just makes things kind of easier for you it it, it does a lot of back-end stuff for you uh, you can just click on the Steam thing and there's a guides. You can just click on guides. It, it, Epic doesn't... You can't wishlist stuff on Epic, man. You know, it's a basic... <laughs> it's such a basic storefront. I see. I see. You know, as I said, I, I just feel like, man, it's for, for a community which is known for for going out of their way when doing stuff to play games it feels like complaining <laughs> about is like man you 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 are being really whiny right now <laughs> it's true so, you know I, when i you I, know I've when got, i i've got a bad opinion you know i don't have a bad opinion of pc masteries people i have a bad opinion of this pc masteries team people it's like okay yeah the team fan base those, those are the actual toxic ones. It's true. You know, like, I've, I, for the first time, I was like, oh, no, have I become this person? During this last Steam sale, I was so hyped. I'm like, oh, my God, Steam sale. Here we go, baby. And then I'm looking through the games, and I, I got visibly upset. I'm like, all oh, these games on sale on Game Pass. That sucks. I want to buy something. <laughs> but it's already available to me. <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> and then I realized that I just like the idea of buying something on sale. I don't actually like, I guess, like owning it. I don't know. Like it's, it's weird. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's it's not the PC community which is toxic. It's the Steam guys. You know, the, those guys who have, who make memes about gay Ben. Those <laughs> those are the guys who worry about. Those are the toxic guys. It's true. It's very very true. But the one thing that I'll say is that PC gaming has become a lot more accessible and easier and cheaper from the games from the games perspective. It's like you know, I I think you you are hundred percent right that uh, with the how many sales and how many places you can get games from, it's cheaper, much more accessible, and of course, worst comes to worst, you can do the illegal. But there is, I think this let's let's uh, this is the topic I want to end on mm-hmm. which also ties in back with what we're talking about with COVID and that COVID has caused COVID has caused this semiconductor chip shortage oh man and the question <laughs> you know I, I'm sure you know where I'm going there mm-hmm. is a massive shortage of PC parts and if you want any if you want to build a PC right now you are looking at spending a huge amount of money yeah, it's really bad. This is not a time to build anything. Like, j- just don't. If you're thinking of building anything, don't. For the first time in so many years, it is better for you to buy a pre-built PC. Cheaper. It's a bit cheaper for you to buy a pre-built PC than, than building your own parts, which should not be the case. And, you know, it's also affecting... It's also kind of what's affecting the Xbox Series X and PS5 shortages. You know, absolutely. absolutely. So it's affecting gaming across the consoles are supposed to be tracking ahead of uh, their predecessors, but they are tracking at the same rate. Mm. And 
you know, like I said, I feel like we severely underestimated the effect COVID is going to have on the industry, especially with this chip shortage. It feels like the only one who's immune is Nintendo because they're on another process. Mm. Is this COVID, this chip shortage is really going to kneecap or not kneecap, but it's really going to short, uh, reduce the speed of growth of this new gen and not just on console but on pc people are going to be stuck with their 10 with you know old 10 series cards instead of upgrading to 30 series because a country can get maybe like 20 10 20 units of uh, 30 series gpus a month it's crazy it's really bad but here's the thing is that the thing that everyone kind of miscalculated everyone i don't i didn't see anyone calculating how much demand there was for these new consoles and or PCs, the demand was, was and is crazy. Like, <laughs> I don't know where all these new gamers have come from. I guess some old gamers have relapsed and gotten back into gaming. They're obviously new because, people being know, born uh, every day, so there's, there's new gamers. It's a combo of two things, you know. Uh, you know, they have, you know, rich people with vacation money, don't, they can't go on vacation, so they're spending on games and as well as you know uh work from home means that okay if i'm going to work from home let me just have a decent computer but if i want to have a decent computer then let it at least be able to play some games mm. so that's where like there's just so much demand coming from very true and i think it set a precedent where like now people who never really used to play games are playing more so they're now they now have an expectation right <laughs> so they, they, they'll just eventually become gamers i remember i was joking uh, i don't know if you you've probably heard of the youtube channel the the girlfriend reviews like in the beginning yeah, yeah. she was very much a backseater now it's like it's it's kind of boring watching her reviews because she's not a backseat she's a gamer She's played multiple games. She knows what she's talking and, about. Yeah. And platinums most of them. So it's like, you know, like, and I think that's where most people are now, where it's like, oh, I got back into games in 2020 March. And then, like, you played Animal Crossing for 2,000 hours. And then you went back into Pokemon. And then you played Breath of the Wild. And then you played whatever. And it's like, you're now a gamer, dude. You're a gamer. Right? <laughs> like, <It's over>. yeah. <laughs> so I think that's where most people are at. And, uh, I guess you, you can just tell, like, people, these games are selling more, um, the, the demand, like, it, they can't make them fast enough. They literally can't make them fast enough, which I guess is good for the long run. The moment that things open up, there's going to be, like, uh, it would be a weird, like, usually, like, the graph is, like, the first few months is, like, high sales and then it kind of like reduces a bit and then plateaus and then drops but this one's going to be like high sales and then it's going to drop and then another point is going to like skyrocket again <laughs> you know when it finally becomes available which i guess is is good for the industry as a whole yeah demand is crazy but uh, I, I, i'm really what these shortages mean for adoption for the new gen how long cross-gen is going to go on how it's going to affect the development targets it it, it scares me it scares I, you, me that's... you know i don't think that's i actually feel like uh, the devs this time around are abandoning last gen faster than last time in it, that's how i feel maybe um, i don't know i feel like they're just like 
to me anyway, I, I, I like whatever the next big Ubisoft game is. I don't think they've announced it yet. Whatever the next Assassin's Creed, I don't know what's the next big game. Have they have they announced it? <laughs> I don't think I, Beyond I Good. Far, uh, Far Cry 6, I think, is the next big game. Okay, Far Cry is going to be cross-gen. But, like, Beyond Good and Evil 2, if it's still being made, I don't think it's going to be on PS4. Even when it was announced and shown, yeah. we're like, that's not going to run on these consoles, bro. Like, <laughs> it's like those two were like, that's not going <laughs> to work out. So, I, I think we're... I mean, they're already, like, how many? 6 million PS5s out there, right? Sold? Uh, the estimate is what uh, 4.5? 4.5 as at December so I'm assuming it's going to be like 5 million by now and then maybe 7 around March that's pretty good man that's not bad but that's exactly the same as PS4 which was very good as well <laughs> okay fine fine fair <laughs> It's not bad. And then the thing is that they know that people want to upgrade. Like, they know. That's why everyone's, like, asking for uh, the upgrades. Because it's like, I I literally just can't buy a PS5. But I will get it once it's available. So can I buy your game on PS4 since I can't play it on PS5? And then will you upgrade it for me? I feel like that's the only reason people are asking for those free upgrades. If the PS5s were available... I don't think most of these games would have had that free upgrade path. I don't. I think some of them would not even have that. They would just ask you to buy a new one. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But you know, circumstances. Yeah, the circumstances has forced them to to do the goodwill thing or whatever. It's just, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I guess. Yeah, it's a shame, but. It is what it is with the semiconductor shortage. Mm. I'm hoping it's fixed. I want cross, you know, it's selfish of me to say this because I know especially lots of my friends and stuff aren't getting PS5s anytime soon. But I'm going to be selfish. I do want cross-gen to die. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when Greg Miller said that during the PS4 things, like, you're holding us back and people were so mad. And people rarely get mad at Greg Miller. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it, 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 I, I, I don't like to speak from a, you know, I, I, I speak from from a place of privilege that I'm able to to not just be able to find a PS5, but also just to be able to afford one and stuff like that. And it really does like, you know, I try not to have takes like this on Twitter <laughs> because it, it comes out like man you sound like he's a spoiled guy <laughs> and you know cross-gen doesn't offend me as much as it does others you know if the new god of war is cross-gen i won't be oh, mad but well, listen mad. listen i'll be mad oh I'll, if you just brought it up you put it in the universe and i'm mad at you for putting it out in the universe <laughs> Look, i won't be mad but there will be a part of me inside which will be a bit bitter. I, I, you know, I, I won't like voice my frustration and be toxic, but you just know there's a part of me inside which is like, I wish it wasn't this way. <laughs> and it's not. It won't. <laughs> it better not. You never know, man. You never uh, know. No way. No chance. Yeah. No how. 
think on that note uh, uh, okay one more thing uh, I, I I said it earlier that they're going to announce new Pokemon for December for late this year it's mm-hmm. true they have announced a new Pokemon for late this year so oh, they have oh remakes yeah Wait, but are they of Diamond and Pearl. Wait, wait, Robin. But are they all remakes though? <laughs> you know, you say this, but they've actually announced an open world Pokémon as well coming in 2022. Wow, okay, okay. <laughs> so, you know, it's actually happening and I've never played I've never played a Pokémon game before. Wow, really? I thought you were a Pokémon fan. No, no, no. I haven't played because it, it was like a, I guess happenstance and also when I did get the chance I was like I I can't afford it I can't like I know how I am I I just know how I am like if Zelda has like gripped me by the balls like this what more Pokemon I can't be that guy I can't be what I am and a Pokemon guy it's just I don't have enough space and time to do that I, I think. <laughs> This this open world Pokemon thingy, you know, I, I'm I'm going to try that out. It's early 2022. Oh once, no! You know, remakes, some remakes will be in 2021, late 2021. Those will be the holiday game. What are the remakes? I, 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 Which ones have they picked? Diamond and Pearl. Diamond, Diamond and, Pearl. and Pearl. Is that the yeah. Game Boy Color one? I don't know. I think those are the DS ones. Those something. are the DS ones. I okay. believe that's the DS one. Yeah. I don't know anything about Pokemon. But yeah. <laughs> uh, Uh, like I said earlier, Breath of the Wild 2 is not looking hot for 2021. It's really not now that Pokemon's been announced. Holy shit! <sighs> yeah. But yeah, on that note, I think uh, that's it. That's uh, pretty much all we wanted to. Oh, I wanted to talk about today a lot mm. about COVID and the effects. Mm. And you know, fingers crossed, things get fixed after vaccination becomes massive. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully they do that real quick. I saw a chart that Shade posted, and it's like it looked like uh, the global South is gonna get most of the vaccines in late 2023. It's <laughs> like, Lord, no! But yeah, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, we're all alive by then. Hopefully, man. Hopefully. All right, man. It was nice chatting. Yeah. We will chat again sooner than a month this time. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm hoping after Microsoft. Yes, yes, for sure. Hi, right, man. It was nice chatting, and uh, yeah, thanks you guys for listening. Uh, yeah, as usual, thank you for listening. Give us some feedback, etc., uh, etc. Et uh, yeah, see you next time.